hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. Hello and welcome to episode 230 of And That's Why We Drink. I'm Christine and that's Em. And today is the anniversary, according to Facebook, of when you uh, had me, you let me be Geo's plus one down the puppy red carpet to the cafe, the dog. Oh my God. What, are, what, what was it again? It was a dog comedy show? Yeah, I used to work for Two Girls, One Pup. Um, we did comedy shows with dogs. Good you, times. You know what that also means today is the anniversary of? Uh, the time you had diarrhea in my bathroom because you fed him too many and on my bed because you fed him too many french fries interesting today is also the anniversary of allison's and my facebook friendship 12 years strong oh so Uh, fun we add each other and we're like hey do you want to what do you want to (laughs) coordinate allison was like do you want to coordinate bedspreads and i was like um no (laughs) (laughs) and then she was like sorry my my sister made me ask you that i don't want to do it either and i was like okay cool (laughs) okay but Uh, now that i know that i'm gonna go to her sister later and be like so like in college did you like coordinate were you like so cool she did what it was so funny oh yeah um carrie was like that that's what you do (laughs) i don't know that's what you do anyway I was like, sure. And then I was like, mom, what do I do? We already bought all my bedspread from Ikea. And my mom was like, please just say no. And I was like, no, I want to be friends. 
Well, it worked out for everyone uh, right now. Everyone in this conversation, it worked Mostly out. Mostly you, yeah. So I'm glad that, <laughs> I'm glad that 12 years ago, it was already in the mix that eventually How her weird and I would that? find each other. Wow. Well, uh, the, so I guess there's a lot of reasons I drink today. Thank you for bringing up the memory of Geo having some intestinal issues, distress uh, on my bed. Uh, why do you drink this weekend? Uh, why do I drink? Oh, man, I had an answer I don't know. Oh, my God. Christine. What? Today, guess what was announced? It will be so uh, in the past by the time this episode comes out. What? But in the moment, guess who is going to be... First of all, what's my favorite show that I dream of being on one day? You're stressing me out. Um. Oh, Hot Ones. Yes. And who is the woman I'm in love with that is not Allison? Uh, something Olsen. Yes. She's going to be on Hot Ones. Oh, my favorite person on my favorite Ed, show. That's I exciting. I am hyperventilating about it. I'm very excited. You can be drinking away. Oh my, I'm going to, I literally promise that for an entire week minimum, I will be watching it on loop. I'll have every answer memorized. I am so excited. Wow. Okay. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Congratulations. I'm excited for Miss <laughs> Elizabeth. I'm, I hope that she does, uh, she does well. Lizzie, as oh. the friends call her, apparently. Lizzie but is her we're close We're not there friends. yet. We're not there yet. Got it. Okay. Only in my dreams. Anyway, uh, that's why I drink. So it's a good reason this time. And also I drink because 10 minutes ago, or as other people will know, a week ago, 10 minutes ago, you ruined me with a really horribly uh, awful story. I'm so sorry about that, by the way. So that really, I know retroactively, we're recording this in advance, but I know I bummed everyone out and I apologize. I um, also retroactively and also in hindsight, because by the time this comes out, you will have to apologize after the fact. Isn't that the same word? It sure is. I was okay. thinking, yes. <laughs> just, just checking. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just checking, honestly. Uh <laughs> What was I going to say? Uh, I am not mentally prepared for you to ruin me twice in one day, but here we okay. are. So well, maybe you should ask me why I drink then, and I can tell you. I thought you drank because I gave your dog diarrhea. Well, I did, ago. but I, I have a reason drink? actually prepared. Okay. Well, I drink because one of my good friends, actually, I found out, not only has a, a sim version of me that's existing on hmm. another planet, but also apparently publicly plays the sim persona of me in a public forum <laughs> yeah, and i just had true. no idea i don't even know i'm so i was i don't so know how you don't back. know i mean we, i guess we just never talk about it but you i never I, told me how was i supposed to know i have i've said oh i'm, I'm streaming the sims okay. i we just ha- never talked this about is, it after that this is what happened well, this is what okay. happened yesterday. <laughs> no, this is what happened the whole time. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So, well, yesterday, it all began yesterday when I was watching Handmaid's Tale with Blaze on the couch. And we mm-hmm. were just, you know, bummed out. It's a you really were like, bummer could it get worse? Show. Could it get worse? Could it get worse? And guess what? It could. And then I saw on uh, Instagram, there's a swipe up link. And I was like, that's weird. Em doesn't usually do swipe up links. So I just swiped up. And all of a sudden, there's this video playing on YouTube. And I see Em's face in the corner. And I'm like, is this like a a twitch stream like i don't know what this is and i'm watching em and i'm like whoa cool what is this little house em's got going on the sims and there's like a live chat and all of a sudden i hear em go christine's just gonna leave that trash on the floor i know her and there's this lady walking around who looks a little suspiciously like me and i was like excuse me and i pause the tv and blaze is like what are you watching and i was like that's me and then i see somebody in the comments go where's Zach? Christine and Zach need to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is this a weird like fan fiction of me and Zach? 
I don't really and I was so taken aback and then like I started commenting and you didn't notice for probably 15 minutes that I was there and you kept going on and on about like oh Christine's gonna do this she's gonna eat 12 servings of mac and cheese and I was, like, Listen, I was giving you a, a dream world so you're I know welcome. no I and then M FaceTime me well M FaceTime me <laughs> and was like you knew I was doing I was like I didn't know you're doing this because once you said you sent me a picture like three in the morning of me bald or something and said this is a sim <laughs> version of you but I thought you were doing that like by yourself I didn't think this was like a public forum no I um, with an audience I talk I no about idea. it I guess maybe I don't know I've I talk about it all the time on Marvel Mondays I talk about I don't it. go to Marvel Mondays anymore I used to every Monday but oh, now I, don't. I, ta- I talk about it on so many platforms and I, I I think it was just like how we were talking with Eva how like we all think we're always in the loop because we're always talking but yeah about I just different we assume things. we know things I think just ships in the night just totally missed you but I thought for sure you knew this whole time no idea if I knew about this, we would be discussing it, Emothy. No, I just thought it didn't. <laughs> totally stunned. Totally like, what is this? There's a whole, and then there's a ghost of M, and like I learned that M had this whole thing. Can you explain what this is? Like people are like, what I are was you kind of digging about? you explaining it without knowing. I felt more. I don't fun. know. I still don't <laughs> totally know. Like my brother streams things, so I assume it's something similar, but I don't really get it. Oh, so. I just do it on YouTube. Um, I I don't do it on Twitch, but um. How do you do that? Like, how do you get it to play The Sims while you're? RJ has all the the streaming programs and stuff, so I just use his computer for it. Okay, but it's like a third party thing, and then it Got goes. It. Um, yeah, no, I made the Zach Bagans haunted mansion, and I this was kind of voted on originally. This started back when like Wandavision was on because I started doing. I was trying to make so in the show WandaVision she like builds a whole neighborhood like that's the whole story that she like made a, a world and so I was okay. trying to make the world on Sims and then when I was streaming it everyone was like you have to do Zach Bagans on a mansion and I was like oh okay I guess we're shifting complete gears here and right. so I started doing that and I was like I'll just put me and Christine in Zach Bagans haunted mansion and all of it came out of uh the minds of others who were watching me stream I would have not come up with any of it on my own and people were like, oh, well, now that you're at the mansion, like, there has to be a ghost. Like, it has to be haunted. For sure, me. of course. And then I was like, okay, well, how do I add a ghost? And I haven't touched the Sims since I was nine. <laughs> you murder somebody. <laughs> they literally were like, you have to kill one of them. And I was like, well, I think it'd be most funny if Christine and Zach lived alone in a house together. <laughs> so I, I killed my Sim. And they taught me how to do it. I literally, the last time Wait, I touched, you didn't know how to kill a sim. That's the only thing I know how to do on the sim. I literally had her out, baby. I had not played the Sims since 2001. So it oh was. Oh my God. Um, uh, like Sims 1, everything. For all was your like, Hasafwa talk, you really are. Uh, I was obsessed at nine and then I never touched it again. So and, you never drowned anyone in a pool without ladders? I have now. It was me. <laughs> <gasps> You missed like an important part of childhood, which was kind of like realizing the inner sociopath in all of us. I know. I well, so I didn't. Uh, so yeah, I'm dead, and then now there's a ghost attached to the house. And weirdly enough, the day that it apparently came full circle that now you're in the loop on the haunted house, that was the day my ghost showed up for the first Suddenly, time. Suddenly, M's ghost appears, and it looks just like M. And all of a sudden, it like pees all over the floor, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And <laughs> I, Zach I still is don't mopping understand up. Damn that! I think someone needs to explain to me why the ghost is dripping everywhere. <laughs> because you drowned yourself, didn't you? Oh, is that why? If I died in a different way, would I not be dripping everywhere? I think so. I think it's I, you why did someone fucking tell me that months they ago? They did. Like four people told you that in the comments. I was reading. Yeah, them. but why didn't people tell me that before I chose to die by water? I would have chosen something else where I didn't 
cause problems dripping water everywhere oh that's your big issue that you drip ectoplasm all zach was ready to mop it up it's okay well anyway yeah i i so anyway i do that after marvel mondays and actually i'll just make the public announcement now because i said it last night but you've never posted a link to this before like i've never seen even can you text the group chat and let me know if you knew about this because i feel like i'm like the (laughs) i'm like i'm like so shocked that i didn't know but i'm like does anybody know i feel like no, I had said before I like I was I was streaming but not really talking about it because I didn't know how you were. I didn't know worked. you were streaming me. I thought it was just like you were streaming like I was streaming The Sims. What did you think I was gonna create? It was only I gonna be you. Didn't think, I'm sorry. But I uh no, I never really talked about it like on the show because I didn't wanna have to commit to it if I decided it wasn't for me. Uh, you don't have to we don't that commit to jack shit and we talk about shit all day long and don't commit to it. Do you know how many like Patreon things we've attempted and then never followed through because well we're not good at it. Anyway, I do want to say I am probably actually going to only start doing that on Mondays and not even doing movie Mondays anymore because our our internet is such fucking garbage that for the last like six movie Mondays in a row, uh, my internet's been kicked off and people have been said it's have said it's super laggy and stuff like that. So I think and what I was doing is movie Monday for an hour and then I was doing an hour of Sims and now I yeah. think I'm just gonna do Sims because you can all we can hang out there anyway. I cannot and- believe. I mean, I'm gonna hang out now. I just had no idea. Eva, I need you to tell me in the group if you knew about this. I'm waiting for your response. <laughs> I'm just well, so stunned. I, now I, I have was- no idea if I ever told Eva. I have no clue. <laughs> Blaze and I spent an hour yesterday just watching this going like, what is this? There's a whole world. I will say I don't I don't do anything bad to you, which I think you should appreciate. I always give you the best life possible. Like a a lot of people have wanted me to do the like make whoopee option with you and Zach. Absolutely not. And every time I say no, 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 all I'm going to do is get so I... I think I mean, you're referring to a woohoo, but yeah, a woo-hoo. yeah, yeah I'd yeah. like to not participate in that. Thank you. Um, no, I make you uh, eat a lot of mac and cheese. Uh, I also, I encourage you because there was a few times where you were super sad. So I brought you over to the mirror and I made you give yourself a pep talk. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. First of all, the funniest part is that Em was like, yeah, oh my God. So I'd, Em didn't know I was there and I'm just lurking in the audience. I mean, I'm screaming in the comments, but Em didn't see that. But I'm lurking <laughs> in the audience for lack of a better word. And I just hear Em go, man, Christine's been so depressed that I died. And I'm like, what is this weird life that Emma's created? But then when we FaceTimed, Emma's really like, were no, a yo, Christine, mess. like, you were a wreck. Okay, this is the first day you're finally coming back into normalcy and, the like, first recovering day, from your grief. The first day since I made this back in whenever WandaVision was around, and then it quickly changed into Zach's house. You've been sad every Monday since then. Like, cannot get out of bed sad. And I was like, girl, get it together. Like, and that the day you show up in real life is the day that like your personality comes back. So something I, happened and then there. and then the ghost of you came back and we reunited. And uh, M's options on The Sims were like for the ghost to like gossip, jo- complain to each other, complain or... about problems, gossip and like tell a joke about aliens. Yeah. And it was like so on brand. And then and went to see what Zach could do with the ghost and it was like tell joke about barnacles and we were like what the fuck Zach (laughs) sounds like a Zach thing anyway but it's a yeah so I and also I'm really bad at it so I don't tell I don't mention it a lot like publicly anyway because like I don't know what I'm doing I don't want to get screamed at by people who know what they're doing so it's very much me just being very confused and anxiety ridden the whole time and this was actually the first time I've ever actually played the sims before this every other 
streaming has been me just trying to build the thing. So you showed up on the first day we were playing. What? Okay. Yeah. I like I'm totally taken aback. Well, I wanted to invent something where I now go back and watch all the series and live comment. Like it's gonna live be really narrate. boring, but I you can do it if okay, you like. Maybe maybe I'll do the ones now that are like more storytelling ones. That's gonna be more fun for you, I think. Okay. Maybe I'll the do the other that, ones are I really just, just me there. frenzied not being able to figure out which lamp I want. When like you it's... didn't know I was there. I was laughing so hard because like you didn't know I was there and you were just going on about Christine is over here and Christine's over there and I was like, Does M like not okay it was just so trippy is all I'm gonna say. Well, it was so, so trippy. Under, so at the Zach Bagan's house I have made the I made a cemetery outside and underneath the cemetery is actually a dungeon uh, seance room. And then it is also a speakeasy into a haunted bar. And <laughs> it's a dream. But I mean, so really. I bought the paranormal pack so I could use a bunch of paranormal stuff. And I saw this big cauldron. And I was like, oh, that shit is going to rock my world in the seance room. And so I had Christine go down to the seance room <laughs> and I wanted her to like make potions with the cauldron. But if you click on it, the only option <laughs> is make mac and cheese. And I was like, Wow, so Christine's about to eat an entire like twenty person cauldron sized amount of mac like, and cheese. And was like, excuse me, I just gave you twelve servings of mac and cheese and I was like, Okay, you're right, I shouldn't complain. This is the best life yeah. M has created. I've never for me. done anything. Whether or not you were there, I have only given you the best life. So you're I do appreciate that because I feel like if I were in charge, I would have like fucked you over like I I'd be dead done... by accident, not You'd on be dead by accident. <laughs> <laughs> you would be a ghost a long time ago. And I would have done it like in a worse way than a pool. I don't know. Anyway, um, I guess now I'm publicly announcing that if you'd like to watch my streams every I'm Monday sorry. on YouTube. You, listen, I'm not saying M has to continue this. I'm just saying this is why I drink because I sat there screaming like, Blaze, are you listening to this? And he's like, what are you watching? And I was like, I don't know. I wasn't trying to be secretive like to you or anything. I was just, just not saying it like out like on the show because I, I didn't. I didn't know what I was doing yet, but you now I guess like once that you learn. did, but you said it so nonchalantly and like that noncommittal that I, I know, but I just kind of assumed like, oh, well, it's not a real thing. Like I just assumed it, I didn't even know that it was featuring. Like it just was so trippy. Anyway, I clearly anyway, have made my point. Go I assume even in the bathroom. Just, to... oh. <laughs> I listen, I'm Wait, not I'm saying sorry, you what? Keep I heard doing bathroom. It. Doing what? What'd you do? Yeah, you I'm just assuming Eva's been. I'm assuming Eva's been in the bathroom because I keep screaming at her to text us. Eva, if you're there, can you tell me if you knew about this? Um, if you knew about this uh, Sims world M created for me and Zach and M's ghost? Because if so, I'm going to feel like I missed something major and I'm just the problem. I feel but... like it was probably those things, uh, something where I did say it in front of you and you just weren't listening or like, no, you, you could mentioned, have been anything. You, but you mentioned it so nonchalant. Like you were like, oh, I did this once, but I like, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever like you said it like meh, it's not ever happened. And I didn't think it was like <laughs> a regular. I assumed if it happened, you'd be like, oh, Christina, I'm making you in this world. And I would like know about it. But no. Oh, here. Wait. Eva says, sorry, I was totally in the bathroom. I think M mentioned it in passing, but I didn't realize it's still ongoing and built out this much. Yes. OK, that's what it was. I was it's like, there's a whole world. My own little secret, I guess. But sorry, Charlie. Wow. I don't know what to tell you, but. Yeah. No, I'm I'm amped. I feel so honored. I was like, wow, I'm eating mac and cheese in this like other alternate reality that I just happened to stumble upon, by the way. Also, Uh, Christine, you know what I did find out last night after you made a guest appearance on my stream? I didn't even know you had a YouTube. Like, I'm so new to all this. Okay, sorry. What? Apparently, 
someone made lemon for you. So there what? is now a lemon character that will somehow have to be. I requested it in the comments. This is why you didn't want me there. I really am <laughs> derailing your whole shtick. I'm so sorry. You show up for one fucking second and now there's a lemon sim that anyone now, can download. Em's ghost is peeing all over the floor and there's a lemon sim. This is actually my best case scenario. So oh, anyway, I'm sorry you didn't know. I'm sorry I didn't. Uh... No, it's way better this way. It's oh, way more okay. fun this way. I just stumbled <laughs> upon a world where I'm eating anything. out of a. It wasn't meant to be anything like that. I just oh, was no. trying this to is... not talk about it, like to the masses. And I you guess did that, it. You that did means, a good job. I guess it trickled all the way down to you. So sorry. About I just, that. I just was so stunned to find myself eating uh, mac and cheese out of a cauldron with Zach Bagans, and I was like, you, "Where am I right now?" I don't. You were know, having but... a good time. You got to level three as a piano player last yeah, night. Yeah, I, oh, I was also great you... at the piano. I took a picture actually um, to send you, and then I got completely distracted that you. Showed up. Uh, <laughs> that you showed up, so I never even sent it to you. Um, is here is... Okay, Eva, I'm so glad it's not just me. I felt really dumb. But also, like, okay, proof that, like, I thought that you knew because I planned on sending you these pictures. Okay, so here's this one. <laughs> Eva just uh, said Cauldron of Mac and Cheese is now the name of the episode, which might be problematic <laughs> because I'm pretty sure last week's episode is going to be named something like the Mac and Cheese Mansion or Mac and Cheese House or whatever. So it's going to be clearly I, on brand. Tell me if you got that picture sent to you. You This this is literally you in real life, too. Shut Read up. it out loud. Read it out loud. <clears throat> Notification from The Sims. Christine has acquired the comedy skill. Christine's new skill in comedy allows her to capital T, capital J, tell jokes at a capital M microphone and write jokes on a computer. I was like, <gasps> literally, I was like, all Christine actually does is tell jokes into a microphone and write jokes on a computer. Excuse me, look at me go. This is my life. And I was like playing the piano and like eating mac and cheese. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of like, also here, I, I was just lurked. I, you really should have, because here's also a, you don't have to watch the whole thing now, but it was, it's a whole one minute video of your sim. I'll show it to everybody, actually, while we're here. Uh, you are making mac and cheese in the cauldron. <laughs> that is a huge call. I never actually saw the cauldron. Oh, I'm sweating. I was oh, just, my God. That's why I was so that mad that cauldron. you, I was like, well, now that we've made it, am I going to have to make her eat all of it? <laughs> That like, like, mac and cheese is huge. Literally meant for servings. the Duggars. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we've talked about The Sims for a far too long. Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I meant to just throw it in the air, and now it's just become, like, the most chaotic. Sorry about that. Okay, sorry, everybody. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. 
By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And M&I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our Burrow sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. Speaking of you at a cauldron, I do have a witch story for you today. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> her so name fitting. is Christy Cheever. She just acquired the comedy skill and she <laughs> makes mac and cheese out of her cauldron. Um so oh this is the story of Agnes Sampson. Love AKA, that name, Agnes, by the way. I love it because I, speaking of WandaVision, wow, this is all full, full circle. The witch on there, her name's Agnes. So. You know what? I, I thought that because I mentioned recently, I was like, well, if we if we have a girl, maybe I like the name Agnes for like a middle name. And then um, Blaze was like, is it because of that song you like? And I was like, maybe, because my favorite Glass Animal song is called Agnes. And he's like, didn't oh. you tell me it's about a girl who who died who died of a drug overdose? And I was like, well, yeah. And he's oh. like, fine, if you want to explain that to your future child, go ahead. I thought I you were like, talking. Hmm. I literally was still on WandaVision brain because when you said, oh, the song you like. And I thought you meant the song that came oh, out. Oh, no. I do know that one, too, because you showed me that. But no. So I was like. He was like, well, if you want to name your child after like someone who died of a drug overdose in a sad song, go for it. And I was like, it's pretty, I don't know, Schieffer of me, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. It anyway, feels sorry. like you're just carrying on the the title that, uh, carrying on Renata's work of just having some like, it's exactly right. very Thank interesting you. reasons for just random <laughs> just, information. Like, very dark stuff. Yeah. Oh, anyway. I totally forgot to eat uh, right back to your mom after she sent me that whole thing about you as a cryptid. I really need to get back to her. Oh, well, she'll be thrilled to hear from you. If you're listening, Renata, I appreciate all the hard work because that took a She's long time. She's not, but um, but I'll okay. tell her. Okay. She doesn't listen. Well, let her know. I just forgot to get back to her, but I appreciate her. Okay, okay so Agnes Sampson, also known as the wise wife of Keith. Love it. And I'm confused by that because apparently it's in, I don't know what the language is. It was, it, they're in Scotland. Is Gaelic isn't in Scotland. It's in Ireland, right? Or is that also in Scotland? Don't look at me like I'm supposed to know this. It, it was written, it felt like it was written in I some like sort Gaelic of Gaelic. I Irish. But I don't know why, because she's a widow. And also her husband's name was not Keith. There's she was Scots Gaelic. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But it was, oh, wait. Gaelic is Scot. Okay, hang on. Uh-oh. 
There's Never two mind. Celtic languages. Okay. Um, this is sorry, bad. Don't I'm do sorry. this to me. But why is wife of Keith? It makes you sound like she had a husband named Keith. Um, that's not mm-hmm. true. So I don't know why she's called. Oh, wife of Keith. <laughs> okay. Um, but when you read it out in Gaelic, I think it's just pronounced later in English as the wise wife of Keith. And I think it okay. actually probably means something else. Also, she lived in an area with the name, with the word Keith in it. So maybe it's Well, like, that's probably what it means. Like the, the wife of this area or like the woman of the yeah, area something like that yeah. so anyway let's get back to the um hmm, 1500s great so in 1590 there was james the sixth and he was not the best he was the, he's 24 at this point he's the son of mary queen of scots and he marries the princess of denmark or uh norway denmark norway Anne. and Anne came back with him to Scotland. They apparently had terrible weather on the way, which is important to note later. But on their way back from getting married, moving to Scotland, they had terrible weather. Mm-hmm. And on their way home, though, or uh, as they were on their way home, looking back at Denmark, uh, her whole family and everyone in the area was just riddled with nerves about the rise in witchcraft. Uh-oh. So uh, we're going to get back to James VI and Anne, but for now they are going to Scotland, and we're just talking about Denmark now. So Denmark was about to have their version of the witch trials, which were the Uh Copenhagen witch trials. And I talk about it a little bit. I might do a whole episode on the witch trials one day, but this is, Mm -hmm. we're just going to talk about one witch today. Okay. So one victim of these trials was named Anne Coldings, who was also known as the Devil's Mother. What a badass nickname. How cute. And when she was sentenced to death, she said under duress, as many victims of witch trials did, they were they just were forced into confessing things that weren't true. Of course. She confessed that she had gotten together with a bunch of witches and cursed James and Anne's trip from denmark to scotland so they had, <gasps> that's why they had such terrible weather because they were trying to get, get them in a shipwreck oh no they did this quote by sending small devils up the keels of the ship yeah they're like how did you do it and she's like um i don't know like she's being coerced into this yeah. coming up with i mean can you awful. imagine like on the fly having to think of like an no. evil thing and just kind of writing a story like and also, it's like for your demise, like truly you're being forced to do this improv for terrible, terrible reasons. Yeah, you're forced into this improv that will put you to death. Kill so you, it's like right. either be put to death now and say nothing or be put to death later and, and be a little clever, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So anyway, so that was how that was how James and Anne's trip was so stormy, allegedly. And James had gotten really invested in hearing about. Uh, these witch trials back in Denmark, mm. I'm assuming through his wife, who was from there. Mm-hmm. So he decided that uh, he was, because of the Copenhagen witch trials, which I might cover another day, he decided that Scotland should have their own witch trials. And so this How is fun. <laughs> the North Berwick witch trials. Not so fun fact at all. In Denmark's witch trials, 13 women were burned at the stake. Oh. Just, I just wanted to make sure I... <laughs> let you know that before we move over to scotland and then it's i think in the north barracks it's a lot worse so james the sixth said let's do this let's have the witch trials and one of scotland's uh most famous victims was agnes sampson who was a midwife who lived in nether keith which makes sense mm. with the keith 
Mm-hmm. And she was said to have uh, healing powers. So uh-huh. again, this was the 15th through the 17th century. The definition of a witch at the time is really important to why certain people were accused of being witches. So mm-hmm. 15th to 17th century, the definition of a witch was someone who tried to get supernatural powers through making a deal with the devil and Somehow the Bible got tied into that. And when you looked at Genesis 3.16, which is in sorrow, thou shalt bring forth children. It basically implies that giving birth is supposed to, by God, biblically, it's supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be, (laughs) it's it's natural to feel pain from labor because that's what God intended. How wonderful. To punish you, yeah. So if you were someone womanly uterus. (laughs) So if you were someone who either gave or received pain relief during labor, it was an unnatural experience you were having and therefore it was associated with witchcraft. Great. Super duper. So just like another way to completely like kick women while they're down. Like it just. It always is, right? Like just like even nowadays, though, like even epidurals, it's like, well, mm-hmm. that's not natural. It's like, what is t- wrong with you? Nothing's natural. We live in the 21st century. OK, think of how many people on. today. I've, we've said it before, but think of how many people today would be accused of witchcraft just by like. Oh, yeah. Us doing this. Are you fucking kidding me? This is talking natural. over. Can you imagine? Yeah. In the 15th century, if you went to live across the country, I'd be like, well, I guess that's the end of that friendship. <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> a letter who? will get to you. <laughs> Finally, I can talk trash about her. Um, so, but yeah, so even like an epidural it, at the time, if they had heard of an epidural, they'd be like, that's satanic because so even like herbs to try and like ease your exactly. cramping. Their, was like, yeah, their version witchcraft. of pain relief back then fucking was stupid. powdered herbs and yeah. Sure. So so that's why I mentioned earlier that Agnes was a midwife because midwives yep. were very regularly accused of witchcraft because they were <sighs> helpers and healers, especially that's during insane. birth. That pisses me off. So really anyone with medical knowledge was considered unnatural or blasphemous at the time because they were accepting or receiving medical care. And yeah, it was anti-biblical to be giving pain relief. So sure. be- before the 1800s, pain relief was considered magic and dark and then... By the 1800s, maybe someone was like, wait, this pain really feels pretty good. Let's. So let me guess. Some guy was like, oh, this is. Oh, well, you know, now if I can take advantage, actually, no longer. It's the devil's work. It's actually from God. Let it be known. A man had the audacity (laughs) for the billionth fucking time. And it was only year 1800. Um, And so. uh, So over. So this is it it was funny. And now it's sad again, because over 200 years um, when people were being tried and executed for witchcraft, uh, the number, it was around 40,000 people who were oh. in total. Holy not, shit. I think, I think overall, not like Globally. in just one time. Yeah. So this time was also known, at least in Scotland, as the burning times. Oh, God. <laughs> That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where several thousands were accused and tortured for witchcraft. And Agnes is said to be Scotland's oldest victim which like why did we even have to mention her age wow. but uh, different sources say that she was either middle-aged elderly or quote the eldest of them all okay whoa <laughs> like oh, again man. kick her even further while she's down like seriously and what i did find out shockingly is like half i freak, i wish i remembered what it was do i have the note yeah so um witchcraft in scotland oh uh, like about half of the women were 40 like over 40 so most of them were middle-aged to elderly and i guess her being uh the eldest of them all means she was like maybe 52 i don't know like (laughs) 
So, oh man, Yikes. I lost my spot. Here are we. So she was a widow with no kids, and she is said to have learned a lot of her life skills, including witchcraft, though, from her father. And her midwifery clients had ranged from lower to upper class. She seemed to know everybody in town. She, like, was working with all types of families. And as far as I would be concerned, she was just, like, a run-of-the-mill woman doing her job. And uh, she often healed her clients with medicinal combinations of the time and also had some decent clairvoyance, or at least that's what people claimed at the time. It sounds now a lot more like some OCD tendencies. Mm-hmm. For example, she would chant prayers for her clients to get better, but if she didn't recite them perfectly, she would consider it an omen that they were going to die. Oh, that actually fully sounds like yeah. my OCD. So- <laughs> And so she uh, spot on. (laughs) So I'm thinking she probably wasn't clairvoyant. I think she just had routines. And if they got messed up, she took it as signs. Well, I'm just going to start saying I'm clairvoyant. Bingo. I mean, why not? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's clairvoyant. Christine. Crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's always crazy. Four, four, four. So you know, when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind, especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things. But Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ziprecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, but yeah, so I would say now instead of her being clairvoyant, I'd say she was just superstitious. Mm-hmm. And the medical combinations she used at the time were now, first of all, really fucking gross in my opinion. But also... <laughs> They were just common, but because it was pain relief, that was a problem. So 
apparently uh, the there was one book called Witchcraft in Early Modern Scotland that says that uh, some of Agnes's elixirs were basically like pickled eggs or um, a whiskey ointment on your back. I mean, it was all simple things. Right. But they a lot of them came from either including like powdered flowers and herbs and you know there was some i think there was a one thing that she did where she'd be like oh the husband when you're giving birth should put one of his shirts under the bed and it's almost like the husband's energy protects it's some bullshit like that but my but like little you know quote wives tales that all played into this oh is it witchcraft oh sure she also was known to assist another witch named barbara napier who ends up getting accused later in life, but they were known to associate with one another. And that's probably how they ended up both getting accused of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. During the first witch trial in Scotland, Agnes was accused by a woman named Gillis, Gillis, G-E-I-L-L-I-S. Gillis? Oh, good. Great. I have no clue. Okay. Well, anyway, it was accused by someone. Big G. Big G. Uh, (laughs) And honestly... This was, as it was for most cases, I imagine, it was this person probably being accused and trying to redirect the attention from herself to someone else and saying, oh, I'm not a witch, this person is, just for self-preservation. Sure. But this, uh, she was known, Big G, was known to sneak out of her master's house and heal people at night, and she happened to know a lot about, like, botany and herbs and all that, so, I mean, that just screams witch, apparently. Mm -hmm. And so, when she got accused, she said, oh, no, Agnes Sampson is. So... She also accused, by the way, on her way out, because she was sentenced to, I think she was sentenced to death. She was at least in jail when she confessed that uh, 70 other people in town would are witches that they didn't know about yet. And Agnes happened to be one of them. <laughs> She's like, I'll tell you about one every week. And... <laughs> she like listed every fucking person on the block, apparently. You can just keep me alive as long as I have more people to give you. Yeah. Oh my God, awful. Uh, when Agnes was on trial, according to a pamphlet called News from Scotland, no matter what they tried to do, she would not break and she did not confess anything. She actually was sent to jail and tortured and she was... This was oh apparently God. very common. She was searched for a devil's mark. Uh-huh, yes. Which apparently at some point, one witch had, conf- I think this was like in the middle of just shouting things to prove you were a witch to stop the torture. <laughs> Someone said, oh no, you can tell who's a witch because there's a devil's mark on us that shows that the devil had licked us. Ew. I didn't know it was from licking. Apparently it's from the devil licking you, maybe kissing you, but it's from the devil putting his mouth somewhere on you and it is usually on a hmm private area with hair so that way oh, it is less gosh. easy to be found oh my gosh that way like you can get get away with it for longer so it became commonplace for women to get sh- basically strip searched and shaved so that they could see if there's any birthmarks there. Uh, talk about uh, just even more further humiliation. Yep. Holy crap. Yep. And uh, also, the devil's mark could look like anything. So it could be a random birthmark, a wart, a mole, a scratch. A, I mean, anything. So if Literally there's anything. a fucking microscopic flaw on you, good luck. Ingrown hair after all that shaving. hair. Oh my god. Oh, bingo. Yeah, and you You're know, screwed. I mean, you know, those razors were not clean. Those were yeah, some what do you rusty think they fucking have blades. A fucking Gillette. Like, Probably no, just thank used you. Used a sword and just got like a real close cut. <laughs> like, so uh, uh, she was ordered to have her all of her hair shaven off of her body. Apparently, I only saw this on one source, and it sounds terrible. 
But apparently one form of torture was they just took a rope and yanked her head around for an hour. What? Which, like, no. I can't even imagine. I don't f- do that. I, f- I had must have read that wrong. I, I was like, that's so, so I don't know. I mean, some of this stuff just doesn't make any sense and it's still uh, true well, somehow. Then they searched for her devil's mark. Go figure. They fucking found a birthmark on a person. Of course. And then they tortured her for days. And for many, many days, she refused to confess to anything. And one of the ways they tortured her was they put Agnes in a witch's bridle. Do you know what that is? Oh, no, but I'm assuming it's like a horse bridle. Pretty much. It's uh, an iron muzzle. It's also called a scold's bridle, a brank's bridle, a gossip's bridle, or sometimes just the branks or that you're branking Gossip bridle? (laughs) Well, because it's used to keep people silent. And remember when you said I left town and you started suddenly gossiping about me? You should watch out. This would have been my fate, probably. You would be in trouble. (laughs) So there is, it's an... Uh, basically an iron an iron cage for your face basically it's an iron framed helmet slash mask that went on top (gasps) of your head and a horse like a bridle bit would go (gasps) would be forced into your mouth on top of your tongue and it would be like kind of like like on your on the sides there were i guess screws or a handle or something that would tighten (gasps) it so that it would press down on your tongue so that you couldn't move your tongue oftentimes that bridle bit that was laying on your tongue also had a spike what on earth is wrong with these people? So that way it didn't it didn't immediately lacerate or slice up your tongue, but if you tried to talk at all, it, your tongue would get like punctured and cut That's off. disgusting. Um sometimes while wearing this, people would also get beaten because that way they wouldn't be able to scream since their tongue was being <gasps> If they did scream, their tongue would get torn up. Oh, M. Oh, my god, M. Oh my god. It caused extreme pain also because it had your mouth in a very specific position. You dealt with like hours if not days if not weeks of lockjaw <gasps> which like i can't even imagine the torture of that alone no uh obviously psychological trauma because if someone came at you sure. you couldn't even scream or say stay away because <gasps> of your mouth oh. sleep deprivation because for as long as it was on you were not sleeping and as far as long as it was on you were not eating so you're also being starved what okay this is just so fucked dude also, just like a vanity torture is that you were also excessively drooling, which I imagine were side effects of like, I don't know if I don't I can't imagine what excessive drooling would do to you. But I imagine there could be some sort of like rawness on your face afterwards. Yeah, I can't feel good. Can't feel good. Well, you probably can't swallow. So it's like, yep. just oh, you can't so swallow. Dry. Like, try swallowing throat. without moving your tongue. Impossible. Yeah. So you're probably just, oh, yeah, so it's just a sore ass throat. You're choking on spit. Oh, God, it's awful. I imagine there was some sort of, like, strep or some weird dry, raw throat cold that came afterwards. Because if your mouth is open and you're just breathing in, like, hay all day in a dungeon, Uh (laughs) like, you're definitely just breathing in bacteria. Well, and I'm assuming you're bleeding because your tongue is being Mm -hmm. punctured. I mean, this is all so sick. So, um... Fun fact, this was meant to be used on gossips, nags, the rude, and people who I, it says troublesome speech. I imagine that means like swearing and shit. We're in trouble. We're in, we're in big, big trouble. Swearing and shit. So like, I'd already be in trouble. Swearing and shit. (laughs) (laughs) So another fun fact, just to like remind you of the patriarchy, uh, and just like, if you happen to know. I forgot about it. If you happen to know a man and you felt like, like. You were like, ah, oh, I really want to get in a fight today, but like, I can't think of anything. But you oh, still want yeah. that manipulative experience. Just think back to the past. And this contraption was created and also almost exclusively used on women at the request of husbands who were tired of listening to their wives scold them and <laughs> nag them. Oh, yeah. She said a swear word. She told like, me to do the dishes. So you, you wouldn't lock even her have up. 
to prove anything. I mean, oh. Yep. So it was true. It was mainly husbands being like, she's a nag. Like, lock the tongue up. Horrid. So during all of this, Agnes did not confess. She had to deal with this for days. Um, <gasps> and the only re- way that she ended up confessing was with a different type of torture called no. a, a garrote. Yep. Gar- do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. You do? Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, so for those who don't know, imagine you're like sitting. A gar- isn't it a garrote? A garrote. Is that what it is? I think. So imagine that you are, your back is lined up to a wooden post and around your neck bolted to the metal post is a collar so basically your neck is trapped against this piece of wood um in this collar and someone is slowly tightening the collar so it's getting closer and closer to the wooden post so your neck is getting closer and closer and eventually strangled on this post yeah so i think a garage just means like a if you have um like it was, it's in a lot of like mur- like cr- crime cases and like for John Benet Ramsey too. It's like when something is around your neck and you turn. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. Uh, like I, let me send you a picture of the I think the one that the actual she like had torture to device. Yeah, this one's actually from the torture museum, which is extra fun. Yikes! I like this question: Is death by grab painful? yeah no shit well i think death by anything is painful yeah true okay so what i'm gonna send you is um i don't know if this uh model was used on her but a lot of the garats also had a like a little spear sticking out of the wooden post so as your neck was getting pushed into it it was you were also getting stabbed slowly further and further into your spine so Tell me when you I'll show you the one that I'm thinking, which is just, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This is I'm sending you just like the picture of what they say is yeah. just a typical garage like of like, like twisting. You twist twisting, it, yeah, and it adds so much tension and force to the strangulation because you're using a tool to like twist it. It's really fucked up. Well, the one I have is even worse, where your neck is <laughs> yeah. locked, your whole body is locked in. So even if you're wriggling, like you're stuck. Yeah, that's and that's full on torture device. Yeah, your neck is locked in with a spear going into your head as it, your head, your neck cute, is tight. Cute, 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 cute. Basically, you're getting strangled and also stabbed at the same time. If that was the one that she had with the little How spear fun for her. So obviously, that one like. That's not, oh, your tongue is being held down and might get cut up. This is like you are literally about to get beheaded slowly and slowly and slowly. So she confessed. I imagine that was like the last resort option for forcing a confession. And she said that she had killed Jane Kennedy, who was the companion of Mary Queen of Scots. Mm -hmm. Uh, She said in in 1589, Jane and Jane's servant Susanna uh, both drowned on a boat that was taken down by storm that Agnes had conjured that storm so that their ship would sink. Uh, she apparently sank this ship successfully by this witchcraft, which I guess she pulled out of her ass like last minute desperate for a confession. Yeah. She attached a bunch of corpse pieces to a christened cat and then drowned the cat in the ocean. Oh, what? And apparently that was how she conjured up a storm so <laughs> intense it would kill people on the boat the next day okay um she also com- uh says that she helped with creating the storm with there was another woman named agnes earlier i think was that her name agnes the woman who said that she had uh created the storm that james and Anne 
were on that James the Sixth and Anne took, and oh, they yeah. had those stormy seas on their way to was Scotland. Was her name also Anne or something? Or Anne? Yeah, yeah, up. it was a, a name I'd also already said. But Agnes said she was also involved in that, in that like fun circle, in that fun circle, and helped try to conjure the storm that made James and Anne's trip so difficult. She said that she had. She also claimed that she had uh, hanged a black toad upside down to collect its venom. Um, and then she wanted to use it on a piece of the king's clothing, arguably maybe his underwear, to make him infertile. Oh. She confessed to working with the devil. She confessed to collecting and powdering bones to be used in charms. She confessed to uh, digging up corpses and removing their finger joints, their noses, and their toes. Um, we don't know how much of all of this is true, but I do think some of those things were not necessarily used for charms, but they were used in healing for pain relief at the time. Okay. So um, I think she probably just like really sensationalized it to prove a point. Mm-hmm. Also, she claimed that she had gone to the devil's convention, or as I like to call it, DevilCon. And <laughs> apparently... Or as I like to call it, the that's why I drink live tour. <laughs> So uh, the devil, apparently, she saw, I guess he was like doing a panel or something, because she said at (laughs) DevilCon, uh, the devil spoke against the king. And so that must be why she also hated the king and conjured a storm to kill him and want to make him infertile. Sure. And And she also named other witches. But Agnes was a fucking homie, and all the people that she named had already died from being accused of witchcraft. So she wasn't... Yeah, so she's like, fine, I'll finally sacrifice myself once you're like beheading me but she was i was like i'm not to throw anyone under the bus exactly at least as, as far as the sources i read i, I don't want anyone coming at me being like actually maybe agnes i will name my rancid person maybe i will name my future child agnes we'll see agnes so far i mean you got katherine hahn playing at agnes you got agnes sampson saving people kind of into it so uh anyway so she named other witches who had already died uh, she also says that, at least at the convention, the devil wore a black hat and robe, very she-she, and he checked in, pe- he was literally at, like, the front line, like, at the desk, where, like, he checked people into the convention. <laughs> and they paid, guess what their cover charge was? What? An obscene kiss. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Do you know what an obscene kiss is? Uh, it's not making out. Yeah, is it like a... Apparently, the obscene kiss is also known as the osculum infame, or the kiss of shame, which is heard... It was heard of uh, more around witch trial times than any other time, and I think this might have just maybe been... I don't know enough about witch history, so I hope I'm not getting it wrong, but my guess is that this was just another thing that like someone who's accused cried out trying to... uh, Indoress. But apparently it is part of a witch's initiation uh, into becoming a witch is she does the kiss of shame with the devil. It It is when a witch pays homage to the devil by kissing him while he's in animal form and kisses either his feet, his anus, or his generals. His generals? Genitals. Sorry, I (laughs) couldn't even say the word. A kiss Um, on the anus is is an interesting thing. Uh, Well, apparently, so I didn't write this down, so I'm going to butcher it because I'm just remembering it from my notes. But apparently, the kissing them on the butt is because there was one version of the story where the devil actually has a smaller devil on his ass. And wait, what? (laughs) Like an actual devil? Like, like the devil actually, like if he were to like 
pants himself, like just drop trow, he has a de- another devil's face on his butt. So like it's almost tat? like no, like a devil face, like, oh, like an actual head, like, like attached a, like to a his Voldemort face. face. Yes, and okay. um, like yes, I guess if you're kissing the butt, you're actually kissing the lips of the devil on, oh. on the devil's butt. That was one very small version, but I'm glad you let me talk about that for a second. Uh, you're so welcome. I could tell you wanted to. So, sometimes the roles were reversed, and the devil would be the kissee or the kisser, while the witch was the kissee. Which I appreciate Oof. that there was that role reversal there. Like everyone had a had a chance. Yeah, that's why it's so blasphemous, you know. Oh yeah, because a woman Equality. might be the one getting kissed. Yeah. Uh. So. This is only really heard of, again, during the witch trials, although there is some historical context from the 1300s that something like this was going on, but I didn't look too far into it because it had nothing to do with with the witch trials, but it might have been like inspiration for how this story came to be. Okay. James also asked for proof of Agnes's powers after all this. By the way, James was like part of these trials, like King James was like, Uh I don't know if he was king yet, but uh, James VI was part of these trials that he had when he created the what were they called not the scotland witch trials the north barrack witch trials he was like i'm gonna sit in and enjoy all of the torture and hear all the confessions what a sicko and when he asked for proof of her power she used her clairvoyance to recite a conversation that james and anne had probably had on their wedding night or had definitely had on their wedding night according to agnes it was a conversation that no one would have quote no way of knowing Mm mm-hmm I can only imagine that because he was 24 and Anne was 14, <gasps> uh, I bet that conversation was him explaining what sex is. Yep, yep, yep. Or just saying, oh, God. So yeah. she probably, uh, I'm guessing, we don't know what the conversation was, but I'm guessing it was had something to do with that. Where she if was, If it was something predictable she had to guess, then uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And here's a quote about his astonishment. Uh, Yikes. The king's majesty wondered greatly and swore by the living God that he believed that all the devils in hell could not have discovered the same. Okay. Acknowledging her words to be the most true and therefore gave them more credit to the rest which she w- which is before declared. Uh, which is like, wow, he was so amazed, but also like he's like... He just me? never thought he was so predictable. I, I think guess. he thinks he discovered sex. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I think he created it, and it's shocking that someone else would know about it. Anyway, apparently this wonderful talent of hers has now put her right in the grave. And this was proof of her being a witch. She was strangled and then burned at the stake on January 28th, 1591. After and all ex- that. Her execution only cost, I don't know, what's the little sign in Europe where it's like the... <laughs> Is it quid? Is that what they call it? A quid? No, I don't think so. Well, well I, okay, hang on. I, I'm going to see what the maybe? quid sign is. I don't is. know. Her uh, quid sign. Yeah, a quid. Uh, it like was a pound. A euro or something. Yeah. I'm so stupid. No, a pound, a pound, I'm pretty sure a pound and Well, the six of the them is how much her ex- a whole execution cost. It was a very cheap experience. And... Uh, she died in 1591, and she yeah, before quid she, is the slang term of pound. Sorry, I just oh, want to make sure I got that right. Six pound. Okay, so Agnes, before she died, confessed to 58 of the 102 accusations thrown at her. Oh, it's so sad. Fun fact, except not at all, the researchers at the University of Edinburgh have identified over 3,800 cases of witchcraft accusation in Scotland between the 1560s and 1730s, and apparently. In that time, 
like right in the middle. So it was like the 1590s to the 1660s. There were five like very large scale witch hunts. Jeez. So that's awful. So sad. James the sixth later uh, became king of England and also wrote Demonology, which is a book about, or I think it's actually several books about dark magic, sorcery, witchcraft, and spirits. And Agnes is still said to haunt where she was sent for trial, which was the palace of Holyrood House. She is known, though, her ghost name is Bald Agnes. Oh, come on. Because she was seen beaten. She's usually seen beaten, bloodied, and bald as she was when she died. This is so fucking sad. Now you're giving me a bummer. The most recent sighting was 2014 when a maintenance man uh, repaired a, was repairing a lock and saw her limping towards him from a <gasps> corridor and then she vanished. How scary and sad. I hope she... I hope that's just residual. <laughs> I, hope I think like, I hope so too. I I have to imagine she's living a better life than that. I so. hope so. I really do. Anyway, that is the story of Agnes Sampson, aka the Wise Witch of Keith. Well, uh, if I end up with a future child named that as a middle name or otherwise, welcome to your. <laughs> Can't wait to to read that baby their uh, their bedtime story <laughs> yeah. every night. Yeah, all about how fucked them. up is that? <laughs> I like that this convinced me more so that this is a good name rather than the other way around. You're like, I'll tell them all about the the gossip's bridal. They'll love it. Oh, God. That'll be like a cautionary tale from my childhood. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that was that was fascinating, Em. Thank you very much. You're all welcome. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't know if we were still, if we were going. Well, I'm just shifting my shifting my weight around have you ever had a nose hair that makes you want to scream for the rest of time because that's what's (laughs) happening in my face right now oh yes where it just keeps itching yeah also Mm -hmm. i found a new um playlist for you that i would like to shout out to everybody i sent it to eva last night as well and uh, i sent it to al i sent it to everybody um, Did you send it to me? I didn't send it to you because I'd already hey. sent you because it already sent you three playlists, and I was like, "This is overkill." Oh, but, but they're great. If anyone would like to look it up, the playlist is on YouTube. It is literally called "This Playlist Will Make You Feel Like a 19th Century Villain Descending into True Madness." And I, oh, was, I love it. And I was like, "Wait a minute, it can't possibly." And then I pressed play and went, "Oh my god, I am descending into true." Oh my madness. god, here I go. Here I go. Here, I, here she goes. Okay, is that the first song? <laughs> anyway so uh, if you'd like to ever wonder what it is i'm listening to when i do my notes it is that playlist well at 3 58 a.m i received let's see well it was midnight your time 12 24 a.m you're at a party at gatsby watching daisy's green light oldies music crickets waves three hours then you sent me you're a hopeless romantic, but in the 19th century, a playlist. And then you said, wait, just kidding, this one. This playlist will make you feel like a 19th century villain. But it was that not one, the descending into madness yet. That one, I, I take back. The the one that's, this playlist will make you feel like a 19th century villain. No, it will not. But then when you listen to <laughs> this playlist descending into madness one, that one is what I was hoping the first My one was. new favorite, honestly, is the one. I mean, it's one of the... the is it uh, the Harry Potter one? I do like the Harry Potter one a lot, but it's the one, um, it's also by uh, Nemo's Dreamscapes, and it's the one of, like, the little chipmunks sleeping, and the Mm -hmm. one, the mom is knitting, and it's just, like, this fire crackling, and thunder, and it's just oldies. It's the one I I have it, like, playing on a screen so that I can see the little rocking babies sleeping. What is that? I'm, look, if there's anything I've ever been more proud of, it's, it's, 
finding that playlist or finding that artist and showing it to every person I know. Like, and when that, they say oldies, it's like old timey, like crackly radio, through like, a phonograph. Situation. Yes, like railroad music. Like it's like really comforting in a weird old way that. It's just so strange how that works. The Harry Potter one I'm currently in love with where it's like you're uh, you're on the train to Hogwarts while uh-huh. Harry and Hermione sleep. And they're, and it's like it's just the two of them like kind of sleeping on the bunk and like there's rain on the window of the train. And, and like you you're can just see sitting the, there. the countryside going by. And you can hear yeah. like the train sound. Of, God damn it. Nemo I just dream- kept laughing at the Z's coming out of their heads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nemo's Dreamscapes, if you listen to us or someone knows Nemo's Dreamscapes, I need to personally thank them for all of the sanity they have allowed me to keep as I work. So 100%. 1000%. I actually sent them uh, a donation yesterday because I listened to it so much and then they were doing like a lot. They were like, you know, we get, we only are funded by donations and it was like, over the past however many weeks, we received like $100. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. no. no. So no, no, I no, felt no, like no, I no. had to donate. I'm going to go donate, too. Okay. Yeah, we should donate because it, it really is. And uh, it really is just a cool, a cool service that they do. I mean, I'm just. Amazed. Oh, yeah. Also, I just got a mysterious text that says, hey, girl. So I'm like, <laughs> Who is this? Nemo? Wait a minute. Is it you? <laughs> oh, my God. It's Nemo. so creepy. It's like there's no I don't know the number. It just says, hey, girl. Anyway. Oh, my God. Okay. Ignore well. that for now. <laughs> just just, be hey, like, just hey back. you. <laughs> I found you. I finally found you. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know who you are. I'm so sorry. Okay. This is the story for today. It is the story of Jamie Kloss. Okay. And it is a pretty recent story. Okay. Uh, this kind of, uh, what's the word? It kind of wound up wound down no it like what's oh, the word for wow. like it ended it's a fun game like it, um uh, it like it uh culminated i think is what i'm trying to say oh okay like the whole story kind of culminated in early 2019 so got it that's like when the most recent stuff happened so this is uh in gordon wisconsin and it took place on Thursday, January 10th of 2019. Mm-hmm. A local woman named Jean Nutter was walking her dog when she saw a teenage girl who looked to be in distress and was not dressed appropriately for the freezing January Wisconsin temperatures, only wearing a sweatshirt, leggings, and slippers. And Jean Nutter told CBS she could tell that, quote, wherever she had been, she had left in a hurry. And so I quickened my pace and got to her, and she just sort of fell into me and said, I'm Jamie. And I said... <gasps> I know. What? <laughs> Cue title sequence. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Okay. 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 I'm Jamie. And I said, I know. Okay. So, <sighs> I know. Goose cam. Okay. Goose cam indeed. Goose cam central. So rewind to several months prior, October 15, 2018, in Barron, Wisconsin. Uh, wait, what was the name of your witch thing? Agnes Sampson. No, like the bear something witch trials. The bear. Oh, the North Barrack. Oh, okay. Well, this is Barron. Never mind. Oh. Oh. In Barron, Wisconsin, uh, the Kloss family were woken up at about 1230 a.m. to the sound of their dog, Molly, barking. Jamie Kloss, who was 13 years old, peered out her window to see a vehicle parked outside the house. The shape of a figure stepped out of it and began approaching. Ugh. Yeah. Nervous, Jamie ran to her parents' room to let them know. So Jamie's father, James, went to the front door while Jamie and her mom, Denise, went to hide in the family bathroom. I mean, this is like nightmare. Already? 
already you, nightmare. You're like a sentence in, Christine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ugh. Just play your radio, old-timey radio broadcast. It'll I need my dreamscapes. <laughs> your dreamscape. Um, so as James got downstairs, this is why I don't open the door. I'm not victim-blaming him. I don't blame him at all. I'm just saying, like, this is why my paranoid brain is like, I just don't open the door. I don't even know I assume who's there. James opened the door. James that- opened the door. Oh, my word. Okay. Oh, my word. James opened the door because he didn't know who it was. He, for whatever reason, assumed he was dealing with a police officer because his daughter and wife upstairs heard him order the figure to show me your badge. Shortly uh. after that, in the upstairs bathroom, Jamie and her mom heard the sound of glass smashing and a gunshot. <gasps> the intruder had shot James through a... Sp- oh, you know what? I lied. He didn't open the window. Oh. I I misspoke. He had just said, oh, or show me your badge through the door. I forgot about this part. And he had been shot through the glass w- window on the door. Oh, my God. He hadn't even opened the fucking door. I'm so sorry. I misspoke. Wow. But um, that's just e- even more tragic. You would like... never ex- like expect that. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So it was like the decorative window that was part of the door. And so he said, show me your badge before I open up. Yeah. As a very reasonable, smart person would do. And he was shot through the decorative glass window in the door. Horrifying. So Jamie and her mom thought it would be safer to stay where they were in the bathroom. And Jamie's mom quickly called 911 from her cell phone. Before she could even speak to the dispatcher, the door to the bathroom was smashed in. Oh, oh my God. Ah! Oh, my God. Wait, this is for sure a wrong number. Sorry, I just got an updated text. Saying what? I hope those pills I gave you help. <laughs> what? Maybe they're such good pills you don't even remember taking them. <laughs> I'm like, did I take pills? I doubt it. I hope the pills I gave you help. If you continue to have the shits, make sure you call Pete. Who the fuck is Pete? <laughs> I. <laughs> what is this? Also, like that—that's that's absolutely a prank text because. If they, I feel like you don't just start a conversation with, I hope the pills are going well. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you do. If that's the kind of friendship you have. I don't know. Please write something back being like, oh my God, I've been having the shits all day. It's insane. Well, here's the rest of the text. Pete has the best remedies to get rid of that. Make sure to not eat sugar-free gummy bears again, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? I don't know who this is. Just I'm write, so sorry. Ju- please write them back at, while we're doing this. Okay, what should <laughs> just I say? Be like, my my diarrhea has been out of sight. No, <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> be like, it's a local uh, area code, so I bet they just have the wrong number. But like, I'm trying hmm. to think. I'm like, I never would have. I can't. This obviously just just not do just I know. do like dot dot dot. Like, what if I mix those pills with something else? Or like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what if I? Uh, hmm. I don't want to. F- I at feel what, like I oh, should- no, just say at what point. At what point is too many shits? And so, like, when do I call Pete? <laughs> like, at- the danger zone. <laughs> yeah, say that. <laughs> are we at four? Are we at five? What are we thinking? Please, Pete. <laughs> please write that. Please. So, what if I just send a bunch of SOS emojis? <laughs> um, <laughs> Pete has the best remedies. Like, what is this? This be is like, creepy. Huh? Does he have? Hmm. I mean, maybe it's something like innocuous, and the pills are just like some uh, constipation, you know, like some, emodium. Like, maybe they're like yeah, emodium. some emodium or something. <laughs> um, 
Imodium sugar-free gummy bears. For a second, I was like, oh, my psychiatrist is... T-. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, oh, the pills she gave me. Wait a second. No, that that's not anything. Um, just right, be, just be like, yeah, I'm really going to need Pete's number. This is insane. And then conspire with Pete to prank this person. Be like, Pete, be like, you don't know me, but don't I know, know me, a lot about this you. This person <laughs> thinks you think I'm shitting a lot. So <laughs> let's like really get her. We need to play my fake intestinal distress up for <laughs> all it's worth, okay? Oh, my God. Like, I don't even eat sugar-free gummy bears. I'm allergic, okay? So I don't know what to tell this person, but I love that they put a, they put a laughing emoji, though. So Just write something else back completely different. Just be like, oh, my God, have, did you watch the latest episode of Kyle XY? <laughs> and then, <it'll> be like... <laughs> then it probably will be like, Christine, is this you? And it'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was too spot on. Something I would actually say. Oh, you should text them be like top podcasts go, and then if they if they what? say yeah, good if they say question. our podcast, then it's a test. Then they win. Then we win. How trippy really. would it be if they listen to the podcast and they're like, "Wait a second, I sent that message." No, what I if they were like any show, but and that's what I drink. That one fucking sucks. And then I'd be like, you know what? I'm calling Pete. Okay, Pete and I are getting together and gossiping about you. Anyway carry on with this horrible I, story i think you may have the wrong number no christine i want i want to know who it is let me you, say who are you looking for no about, no one ever responds oh i do <laughs> wow well so many opportunities to play a fun oh, game come on i know i'm drain. sorry i i won't who are you yet. a mom like you've got no, three I'm more months of fun socially stuff. anxious i don't i'm socially anxious i feel like if i get the wrong number the last thing i was you be got like three more months before with. you got to start texting like a mom and i can't judge you you gotta you oh gotta come on play it up man we'll we'll, I, we'll we'll shop it later we'll shop it oh god fine okay you already said i'm just it, too social you? no but i'm just too socially anxious to like give me the number give me the number i'll text no them. i will not do that now i know that's gonna end poorly oh my god do it i'll be like hey this is pete new number yo that uh, that person with the pills is like (laughs) won't stop pooping out gummy bears and she keeps ordering sugar-free gummy bears on amazon and i don't know how to make her stop she just won't listen to your advice okay i'm gonna keep going um Mm -hmm. so they're in this is terrible i'm so sorry the worst time ever to crack jokes that was really not it really was terrible timing i whoever this is needs to apologize oh pete pete gummy Um, bears i'm talking to you pete Okay, sorry, back in the zone of actually, I just wanted to just have that one moment where we had joy before this got sad again, so. Just a little moment of happiness, yeah. So, anyway, anyway, they're in the bathroom, Um, Denise decides to call 911, and before she can even begin to speak to the dispatcher, the door to the bathroom is smashed in. Fucking horrifying. I mean, horror movie level. So, a man dressed head to toe in black and carrying a shotgun orders Denise to Oh my god! Yeah, like I don't know why that terrifies me more. It's just because it's a bigger gun. It's just so like a hundred and ten percent. This guy shows up, like yeah, and they just heard the gunshot, so they know now also that their dad has been that yep. the dad has been shot. So he orders Denise to hang up the call. The intruder uh, also orders Denise to cover her daughter's mouth with duct tape because uh, Jamie is sobbing. So he has Denise cover Jamie's mouth with duct tape. She's again thirteen, and then right in front of Jamie. The intruder shoots Denise in the <gasps> Yeah. It's just like fucking awful. I can't imagine. Nope. Ke- Bad. Bad wow. news. What the fuck happens next to this poor girl? 
Okay. Well, nothing good. So um, knowing that Denise had called 911 and the police would probably be there any minute, the intruder quickly tapes Jamie at her wrist, marches her outside, forces her into the trunk of his car, and speeds off. <gasps> oh, my God. Kidnaps her. So sure enough, deputies had followed up with the 911 call and had rushed over to the Kloss household after Denise had called. But even though they'd only arrived within minutes of the call taking place, the intruder had already fled with Jamie. So once they get to the house, obviously police find the bodies of Jamie's parents, who had both been tragically murdered only minutes earlier. And apart from the gunshots, the intruder had left nothing, like no no sign or piece of evidence behind. Mm. So obviously they notice that Jamie is missing. Uh, and so when the intruder later opens his trunk, Jamie had no way of noticing, of knowing that she was now in a town called Gordon, Wisconsin, which is roughly an hour away from her hometown of Barron. So he's driven her about an hour outside of home. Wow. And she is led into a bedroom where she is freed from the duct tape and the kidnapper tells Jamie, who had unfortunately wet herself in fear, as we all probably sure. would, to take all her clothes off, which he puts in a bag, and then he gives her a pair of pajamas, which would later be revealed to belong to his sister. She's like a sicko. And along with the bag of Jamie's clothes, he throws everything, the duct tape, and his gloves into the fireplace to burn the evidence. So Jamie was then forced to crawl under the man's bed, and this would become her living space for the next 88 days. <gasps> Just under the bed? Yeah. Yeah. So the man warned her that if she tried to escape, he would do the same thing to her as he did to her parents. And uh, it's time to introduce you to the piece of trash behind the mask, which is my new game show that I'm inventing. Oh, great. Um, Finally, at least we have a game to play. <laughs> at least I made it fun. Not. Uh, <laughs> this is the piece of trash behind the mask. It's kidnapper twenty. the kidnapper's 21-year-old Jacob Thomas Patterson. He mm. was apparently known to be a bit of a loner at school. Um, he basically didn't have an online presence, and according to the New York Post, he'd spent, spend time in his family's remote cabin just reading books about outdoor survival and the military, and that was pretty much all he did with his time. Um, his former neighbor, Tristan Roberts, remembers one time seeing his dark side after Tristan accidentally brushed his bag against Patterson's head on a school bus as he was like walking past. And Roberts later told the Daily Mail, he turned around and punched me in the nose. I was looking down at my phone at the time, not expecting it. Then we got into a scuffle and the bus driver actually stopped the bus. It was a good fist fight. We both got in a few shots. And Ugh. based on the experience, he tells the paper, so is Jake Patterson capable of doing something terrible? I would say yes, he could shoot someone. I saw the rage in his eyes. So that's just one example of like how this guy got along with others, which is Great. not well. Um, so he, besides this, had no previous convictions, like he hadn't been in trouble with the law. Um, but after graduating high school in Menong, Wisconsin, he had enlisted in the Marine Corps, was released after one month. I'm not sure why, but he worked for the Genio Turkey plant in Barron for one day in 2016 before he quit. And this was the only, like weirdly enough, the only link he had to the Kloss family because Jamie's parents both worked at the Genio Turkey plant whoa so that was so it? just kind of a strange i mean i guess the, we'll find out later yeah that the, we'll talk more about later but uh that was the only for now it makes no sense it makes no sense exactly and he worked there for one day so it's not like they oh, knew each other right yeah okay so anyway back to jamie's experience this fucking asshole has forced her underneath his bed which he would then barricade with like dumbbells like workout weights and other heavy materials so she Ugh. wouldn't be able to escape 
Um, so she was she like also be- pressed into the ground. She was, yeah, basically just like. Like she wasn't so just he- like hanging out and rolling around down there. She was like being pressed in so she well, could crawl he- out of the bed. So he just blocked off the oh, blocked edges of it the off. bed. With Sorry, like I was heavy- thinking like put it on the bed so the bed was too heavy to hold oh, it no, down. Oh, no, no, no. And she was being crushed. Okay. No, no, He just blocked um, the bed. He barricaded the bed with, with gotcha. like weights and other objects to keep her underneath it so long periods of time would go by where he wouldn't give her any water or food she would be down there for hours on end um he wouldn't allow her to use the bathroom he would even sometimes have certain visitors like his dad and his friends come over to the house all while jamie was hidden underneath his bed uh and he would just leave his room blasting with loud music so no one could hear her screaming which is like can you fucking um, a. also like thinking as this Jacob guy, like the immediate sense of I got away with it confidence and that like, oh, I can have people over and not even worry that like I'm going to get caught yes. in this. Or maybe he liked the thrill of maybe I will get caught. I, I and know. it honestly just continues in that exact vein of him just thinking he's Top hot dog. shit. Yep. Right. Yeah. And like. This is my PSA. If you have a friend or family member who has never done this before and then suddenly when you come over, locks their room and blasts loud music, maybe at least inquire, like, why why are they doing this? What are you doing in there? And not that, like, not that that's something to tell you, oh, my son has kidnapped a child, but, like, just still. Maybe just see something, say something. Right. If you feel weird, maybe check it out. That's all. Um, Again, not blaming anybody else but him, but just saying, like. I'm just, I feel like every time I read one of these stories, I add another paranoia to my, to yeah, my list. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay, so uh, so he'd have like his dad over and he would just have Jamie under the bed and would be blasting loud music. He later told police, this is kind of in response to what you said, he later told police that he was so confident of the control he had over Jamie that he, quote, knew she was just fucking terrified of me. So that uh, was Well, his yeah, attitude. you shot both of her parents. Yeah, in front of her. And Psycho. also, like, oh, my God, that's, like, the tip of the iceberg, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as said before, Jamie was kept under Patterson's captivity for 88 d- days, which is nearly three months, so, like, a quarter of a year, just underneath this bed. Nothing to do, nothing, just stuck like, Also, there. like, let's not forget, like, peeing and pooping and, like, yep. like, all just, like, having nowhere to go, so just, like, also being, like, probably, like, not clean like i'm sure yeah, she's yeah. not getting showers like she's right. just like sitting in tears oh my god just the, also your and then, your back pain of just lying down oh, how for, uncomfortable true for three sleeping months down there i mean on a hardwood floor just lying there for three oh, months horrendous so during so for the majority of the time jamie would be underneath the bed surrounded by weights and big tubs as i said t- so she wouldn't be able to free herself and during the 88 days on one occasion he brought her out to his yard to walk around with him He'd sometimes get Jamie to play board games with him. This is just added to the level of like fucked up inness of this. Apparently, he once brought her back a Starbucks drink. Um, he had wanted to at one point change her appearance by cutting her hair, but he then decided against it because Jamie said she didn't want to. Oh, finally, she has a say in something. Right, nice. right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Good for you to let her have that. Uh, Jamie recalled that on one occasion he did physically abuse her by beating her on the back with a cleaning item, but after her escape, she was unable to recall the event that triggered the punishment. Wow. I'm surprised she was able to remember anything. Same. My brain would have shut the fuck off. Same. Completely. Um, what is evident, though, is that as time went on, (laughs) poor guy, Jake Patterson, struggled with his guilt because of his actions. 
Uh, he found it hard to talk to Jamie about what had happened. So for the most part, he avoided the topic. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you want to make it awkward, you know? Aww. <laughs> Aww, the face you no. just made when you said awe was just like exactly what my brain feels right now. <laughs> um, one night, he claims to have been over so overcome with guilt that he got drunk and made a promise to Jamie that if she wrote a letter to her auntie that he would send it. However, the following day when he sobered up, he decided against it, believing that he had just gotten away with his crimes, according to the Chicago Tribune, and he decided, never mind, don't want to risk it. So wait, at this point, has, is she like now just like free to walk around the house, or is she still under the bed? She's still under the bed. Um, she's every just now and then, coming out every now and then. Yeah, he'll let her out sometimes to like use the bathroom, but that's about I, it. She, the fact that she was even brave enough earlier, by the way, to say, I don't want to cut my hair, when like at that point, I would have assumed Absolutely. I don't get to say what I do or don't want. I wonder why she was saying, like, can I at least, like, not sleep on the... Can you at least give me a mattress under the bed? Like, something? Well, this is my next bullet. At times, he did get Jamie to sleep in the bed with him. But thankfully, his guilt, quote-unquote, got in the way of him acting on any sexual fantasies he had. I like that that's what had to keep him from doing... Too far, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Too far. Uh, Which, I mean, at least, thank God. But still, it's like... So the only option if you're not sleeping under the bed is you're in the bed with him, which is, like arguably mm. worse or equally as bad you know so he was so cocky that what he that what he called mind stuff which i'm which presumably is like mind games of sure. terrifying jamie was enough to keep her captive and because of this he didn't take extra precautions like locking rooms or doors or windows wow so he was real confident real fucking confident I mean, even like have, letting her sleep in your bed when like the second you fall asleep she could just get up and leave exactly exactly just totally Thinks he's got this covered. Um, And so on Thursday, January 10th, 2019, uh, when Patterson told Jamie he was leaving for a few hours, she knew this was a now or never opportunity. Also to tell her you're leaving for a few hours. Yeah. That's confident. Can you be or just stupid? But yeah. So he tells her I'm leaving for a few hours. She goes, this is my chance. She slipped on a pair of Patterson's shoes and just ran out of the house. And again, it's January in Wisconsin, freezing cold. She ran to a nearby road, which is where she spotted Jean Nutter walking her dog. And that moment must have been just like, yeah. I can't fathom. I can't fathom. Yeah. Jean would recall Jamie sobbing, saying, I'm Jamie Kloss. I don't know where I am. Please help. I want to go home. And then Jean delivering her iconic line, I know. Mm. So, of course, during this time, Jamie's face had been all over missing persons reports, on posters, uh, broadcast in the media. And that's how gene knew who it was like this girl has been all over the media and the news had kept the world posted on the funeral that had been held for jamie's parents during Mm. jamie's captivity and the gathering of of hope ceremony her school had hosted in october like just hoping they would find jamie somewhere alive Mm. um so with that in mind gene knew exactly who this girl was uh when she ran up to her 13 years old by the way i just can't get over that either so gene told cbs she had to work hard to not reveal how not calm inside she was um which good for her to be like i need to be the stoic one yeah exactly um she asked jamie only a few questions she said first of all where did you come from and she told me i said is he home and she said no i said is he in a car and she said yes and i said what color is it because if we ran into the car i wanted to have some other plan in my head right i'm not gonna cry this like makes me so what a bad ass are you kidding me like just having this plan immediately there's a photo of her and her dog and it's just this older woman walking her little pup and it's just like you would never think twice about going out for a stroll and like saving a life 
Yeah, saving a child that, oh my God, horrifying. So ultimately, Jean made the decision to knock on someone else's door to call 911. Um, so a mere 11 minutes after police had recovered Jamie, they found Jake Patterson in his car and arrested him. The idiot's not very good at hiding. When he got out of his car, he said, I know what this is about. I did it. Oh. <laughs> stupid. Okay. So, all right. Uh, nobody doubted that, but whatever. So uh, in the investigation into Patterson, there was not, as we mentioned earlier, a clear connection between him and the Kloss family, apart from that one day at the turkey factory. Uh, so Department of Justice documents revealed this is horrible. This is like this kind of Israel Keys shit where it's just like it was just puts random. You on it was just fucking random. Like it's just so I was this whole time I was like, I can't wait to figure out why he picked them and now I just there's It just adds such a layer of terror of like they there's no way nothing they could have I don't know. It just adds like a level of Did he ever say what his plan with Jamie was yes well or lack thereof but yes uh that's actually the next part here so according to department of justice documents that later revealed that Patterson had told investigators he had planned to abduct a teenage girl for around a year just take a girl and that if it wasn't Jamie it would have been someone else I thought about that a lot (sighs) to think that there's somebody you may know or run into who has been for a year thinking of abducting a teenage girl is just something it would never cross your mind. I mean... And then what? He was just going to let her fucking go? Like... Well, according to Insider.com, Patterson remembered, maybe a year after that, I was starting to think about how actually I... How actually do I do this? Like, more specifically, not just in general, I was more like thinking I could kidnap a fucking girl and just, like, keep her in shit. As if this is, like, a fucking turtle or something you pick up on the side of the road. I mean... Oh, my God. Horrible. Whoa. So they asked him whether there was anything about Jamie in particular that made him believe he could take her. And he said, I don't really know. It was kind of like, I just thought I could do it. I don't know how to explain it other than that. So what happened was on his drive to a cheese factory, which not a cheesecake factory. Thank God. (laughs) I was like, close, (laughs) too close to the sun, my friend. Because he said he worked there and I was like, no, but he worked at a cheese factory, which, to be fair, hurts my feelings. But you're not right. a cheese a cheese fan. Right. But mm-hmm. to me, that hurts my feelings. But at least it's not a cheesecake factory. So on his drive to a cheese factory where he worked, oh, he only worked there for two days, by the way. So he worked at the wow. This factory. guy cannot keep it together. <laughs> no, Are you kidding me? Not even for like half a week. Like literally. Oh my on God. one of the two mornings he worked there, he stopped behind a school bus and he saw Jamie get on the bus in front of her house. And he had no idea who she was, had no idea, like, who else lived at the house with her, whether she had siblings, if her parents lived there with her. And he just decided, okay, that's where I'm going to go and take that girl (gasps) from that house. Oh, my God. Just noted the address and decided because he pulled up behind a school bus on the way to work. And just saw a kid. Just saw her. So Patterson told investigators that he immediately went to a Walmart in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, where he purchased items to use in the abduction, which included a black-colored balaclava-type mask to conceal his identity. Uh, He said that he had tried to kidnap Jamie on two previous occasions as well, but the time wasn't right. Oh, my God. Isn't that fucking scary? Like, chilling? Ew. Yeah. I don't even... There's no more detail than that, except... Apparently like he just he, like didn't like the gut feeling wasn't there something yeah he just was like no no it's not the right time which is like sick 
So ABC News reported that on October 15, 2018, Patterson took his father's 12-gauge Mossberg pump shotgun with him because he had done research and knew that the Mossberg brand shotgun was one of the most heavily manufactured or owned shotguns and assumed it would be more difficult to trace. So in some ways, mm. he has like a plan or like Right. It's some like at sort of. random, but yeah. strategic. He's like, yeah, strategized. Um, he also stated that he felt a 12-gauge slug would inflict the most damage on someone and would most likely be the best choice of shell and weapon to kill someone. He also told investigators that he shaved his beard and head and showered before leaving his house so that he would not leave any DNA or hair at the scene. So he takes a shotgun. He puts on his brown steel-toed work boots, blue jeans, a black jacket, work gloves, and his mask, and he heads over to the Kloss household, middle of the night. And a really kind of spooky element, too, of all this is that he was really close to being caught on the night of the murders because there's actually police body cam footage from that night, which has been released by the Department of Justice, and you can watch it. And the footage shows two officers responding to the call, and you can overhear the men saying, do you want to see if you can pull any plates off cars going the other way? How about that maroon one that just yielded? Well, we'll oh. have him on camera. And in the footage, you see the police car police car pass a maroon truck driving on the other side of the road. And Jamie was in the trunk of that car. Oh, my God. When they saw it, when it's on camera, which is, like, again, so chilling. But the problem was that he oh had actually God. thought ahead to uh, put stolen plates on his car. So they wow. didn't make the connection and weren't able to track it. So horrifying that on the way there... Apparently, he saw the police cars heading toward the Kloss home, and he pulled over, thinking they'd discover he had Jamie in his vehicle, as they were just a matter of feet away from him. So he was 20 seconds away from the home when police were zooming by to go to the house. Like, that's how close they passed each other. Whoa. Which is just awful. Um, Oh, my God. So that was just luck, because as he later revealed to the cops, he didn't really put much thought into this. Which is just some also level of fucked up of, like, he didn't even really care. Also, when you think back on, like, he planned on keeping the kid for whoever the kid was going to be. Yeah. For a year. And then logistically, I know he said he wasn't thinking logistically, but logistically, what were you going to do then? Like, let them go and assume you wouldn't get caught? Like, the only option really would be to kill them. Well, they asked him that. He said, so... Well, it's in one of these upcoming bullets. He revealed he believed that Jamie just would never be able to escape, nor would want to escape. Oh, she loved being there. Yeah, she... Listen, sometimes they played Boggle, is what you have to understand. Oh, my fucking God. I got her a Starbucks one time. I got her a London Fog, and I thought it changed our relationship forever. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So he believed she wouldn't want to escape, as he said, I just trusted her and trusted that she wouldn't try to get out. I mean, this guy's twisted in the brain, obviously. He also demonstrated no thought about any long-term plans as to how he would hold someone hostage and what that even meant. So there you go for that question. Um, As the 88 days slowly went on, he truly believed he had gotten away with the kidnapping because he didn't leave a digital trace behind, such as Googling Jamie's address or bringing his phone to her home on the night of the kidnapping. So some things felt very smart, like he didn't even bring his phone with him so that it couldn't be traced. And he did. He shaved so he wouldn't leave hair at the scene. But then he like kidnapped her and went like, "Well, now what?" You know, right. it's like some of this is so it's weirdly like he, thought out. He went real. He really went into like making sure everything was good until like one part of the plan, and then he got like, "Okay, well, yeah." He was, it's like, like short term oh, no. thought, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did a really good job on the first half of the project. Yes, which is 
awful. Yes, exactly. And so he never really planned what to do. So he just kind of thought he had gotten away with it. Um, And he said, after a while, I thought I could get away with this. I mean, I understand how when there's no connection, a person has no connection to someone, how that's fucking almost impossible to solve or really hard to solve, which is so scary. And I know I keep bringing up Israel Keys, but it's that same idea of like, you can't just trace their coworkers or it's just like a random person, which makes it so much harder to figure out. And just so much. It makes it so much scarier as like, we're all potential victims of someone just, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. And like. And sometimes wrong place, wrong time is your own home. Right, exactly. Exactly. You just happen to be in the way of somebody with really bad intentions. So Jake Patterson was charged in connection to Jamie's kidnapping and her parents' murders, to which he pled guilty in March of 2019. He is currently serving life in prison. Um, And as for Jamie, she said in her statement, which was read aloud at the trial. I'm going to try not to get (laughs) emotional. Okay. Her statement was read aloud at the trial. And it read, uh, it read, Jake Patterson can never take away my courage. He thought he could control me, but he couldn't. Jake Patterson will never have any power over me. I feel like I have some power over him. He can't take my freedom. He thought he could own me and he was wrong. I was smarter. I watched his routine and I took back my freedom. I will always have my freedom and he will not. What I mean, an amazing 13. fucking kid. Are you yeah. kidding me? Uh, Who's yeah. now only like, what, 15? Yeah. Wow. So, so horrifying. Okay. I was I was going to say, do we know where she yes. ended up? Yes. Okay. So the case has provided, uh, for what it's worth, a lot of other parents of abducted and endangered children, such as Kayla Berg, who we recently discussed. That was the YouTube mm-hmm. video that um, they thought was connected to, and then it was a hoax, uh, right, that right. case. So it has provided a lot of families with some hope, which is good that, you know, sometimes something feels hopeless and then someone escapes or something happens and it, the case is cracked. However, while the whole family is obviously thrilled about her return, there is some obviously very dark sadness that comes with it. Jamie's grandfather has said, you can tell she's not quite the same. I mean, how could you be? How could you be? That's not at all our fault. Yeah. And then when Jamie went missing, $25,000 had been offered as a reward for information in order to find her. And uh, that was actually offered by Jenny O Turkey Stores, which is where her parents worked. So when Jamie escaped, Jenny O. Turkey's parent company, Hormel Foods, placed that money in a trust fund for Jamie. And the CEO of Hormel Foods, Jim Snee, said, On behalf of the entire Jenny O. and Hormel Foods family, we are overjoyed at the news of Jamie's safe return. Her bravery and strength have truly inspired our team members around the world. Our hope is that a trust fund can be used for Jamie's needs today and in the future. Wow. And she now lives with her aunt and guardian, Jennifer Nayberg-Smith, who said in a statement in January 2021, so a couple months ago, that Jamie is taking life day by day. Jamie is doing good. She's enjoying dance, school activities, and many other things as much as as is possible in regards to now dealing with the COVID restrictions. She is surrounded by lots of loved ones. And that's the story of Jamie Kloss. Both of your stories this this time around were, well, they're being recorded in advance, but... Today, both of your stories you did were like super recent. Like both had COVID mentioned. Weirdly, like updated. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Wow. Um, Oh my god, what, what fucking a, what an amazing kid. And I know that's just so tragic. Such a badass, and like so not something any kid or any human deserves to go through. But still, just like at least the silver lining of like she's okay now, you know. But just to have your parents lost in that way too. It's just wow. horrifying. So, where was this again? In in the Wisconsin, world? Wisconsin. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's so terrible. Yeah. Well, 
Horrible. Again, wow, just another person to send nothing but positive energy mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And another person to send all the negative energy toward. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, so glad that that person has life in prison. Yep, me too. Wow. So that's that. Ooh. Sorry, we spent 25 minutes talking about sugar-free gummy bears and also The Sims. Also, we oh, should've... my friend responded. Oh, really? Oh, what did you say? You I said, said hey, who, who are this? you looking for? <laughs> and she said, OMG, I'm so sorry. I'm looking for my friend, Brooke. I am so embarrassed. So it really wasn't. Okay, funny. again, I was give just me, afraid. Give it me was... the phone number and I'll be Brooke. I and was I'll be just... like, girl, I, I heard believe... you were looking for me. <laughs> I can't believe you texted the wrong person. What is wrong with you? My dream, which is such not, po- it's like so, so like unlikely but if this person just or brooke just happens to listen to the podcast (laughs) like can you tell me because this would be so funny if they have some connection or you know these people it's a cincinnati number so if anybody knows um if you know brooke or pete uh like (laughs) let us know let us know we if if you know anyone who's suffering indigestion due to sugar-free gummy bear (laughs) consumption please let us know if you know a guy named pete with a great remedy for most things (laughs) Let us know. Who has like homemade emodium or something? Like I'm not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, this is what day does this come out? This mm, is on the 11th. This comes out on the the 11th. What? Oh, no, the fourth. The fourth, yeah, of July. Holy crap! Oh, so today's today's my anniversary with Allison. It's also Happy anniversary Independence Day. It's Happy also Captain America's Al. birthday. Uh, cool. Well, it's I also everyone... a month after my birthday, which is the most important. Ooh. You're yeah. like officially 30. <laughs> I'm embracing it, man. Uh, so anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Um, please send good energy to all the people who deserve it that we reported on today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess also find me on Sims or on YouTube if you'd like follow, like, sorry and subscribe. For, sorry for like doxing <laughs> your Sims, you know, experience, but. It's okay. I don't have a username yet. It's just, just look up my name. You had a, like a banner. I was like, what is this? I had no idea you were even on YouTube. That was all RJ. He wanted it's me amazing. To cool. I was so excited. I was like, "Em literally has a banner on YouTube. I didn't even subscribe to you. Well, apparently there's someone who has YouTube.com slash the M Schultz and they made no the way. account. And like they made the account in 2009 and it never posted Are anything. Are you sure it's not you? I'm it wasn't get- me. Oh, it that would have been funny if you had some old ass account. And so I, there's no, I can't get the URL. So that sucks. <laughs> I know. So you just have well, to look do you me up. follow me? Do you subscribe to me? I think mm, so. Interesting. I, don't, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Mm, I really interesting. don't. I genuinely don't know. Probably not. Uh, probably not because I think the only thing I am subscribed to is Lemo's Dreamscapes and nothing else. <laughs> um, oh my god! Look at this. It has like um, subscriptions. Your IMDb linked. Wow, this is profesh. You can thank RJ for all of that. This is because dope. He well, because one of his big things like months ago, he was like, "You should do streaming," because he was really into Twitch. And I was like, "Okay, RJ, you set it up, and we'll see how it goes." And that's right. how this all started. Okay, so- I cl- I just went to your videos, and it says I've watched the entirety of the most recent one, and then there's just like a page of all these other videos. I'm like, I have a lot to catch up on here. Uh, how do I see my subscription? I'm literally I have no idea so about this. Three this. months ago, I'm so out of the loop, dude. I need the to only, get on it. The only subscription I have is Nemo's Dreamscapes and then English Heritage. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well you can subscribe to me now. Um, okay, also, the, uh, the most recent, the one, if you want to watch where I discover what the fuck is going on, it's called My Ghost is Here, which is 
Uh, it was a good time <laughs> to watch. It was also the one apparently where I finally got over my depression over M's death. So yeah, I, I I honestly I like if you're trying to watch streaming, you w- probably won't enjoy any of the ones up until this most recent one. So I will not be hurt if you don't watch that. I'm actually encouraging you to not watch any of the. This is you and everybody else. I would start at the very first one that that uh, is currently on there called My Ghost is here. The rest of it is me just kind of panicking trying to design things. It's not really worth it. So, um, but if you would like to go watch it, if you're one of those people who likes to watch streams, go for it. Hey, I'm so excited. I am scared, but I'm excited also. All right. And that's why we drink.